Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You found Atomic Android Radio. Welcome to Scoob Timber, where we talk the ins and outs and all our favorite Scooby-Doo universes. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. And today we've fucking done it. I'm not stalling because I forgot the topic. (laughs) Scooby-Doo 2, we're talking about the Scooby-Doo 2. We stepped in it now, it's Scooby-Doo 2. It's Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, Matthew Lillard's Zone. James Gunn's Zone. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, I, I guess we should start with, um, well, for one, it, it is a bit weird that we didn't do this back to back. Yeah, but we, we had, put one in the middle. We yeah. had Scoob in the sword to watch, and you guys really cared about that one. It seems yeah, like. yeah. Everybody was clamoring more <laughs> Scooby Doo in the sword in the stone or whatever. <laughs> I forget the name of the movie, but Scooby-Doo, we want more of the it. Sword it. And in, in the, the scoop? scoop, no, no, and, the, and scoop. the scoop, yeah. Also, Shang Chi. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit, but not that much, though. It was a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> um, but uh, we are talking about Scooby Doo Two, probably my favorite Scooby Doo movie. I I'd say it's at least the, the best of the live action. Oh yeah, no, by that's far, by a country default. mile. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the best live action. Scooby-Doo movie but because it's such a celebration of what Scooby-Doo is I do think it's my favorite Scooby-Doo movie all around um like Zombie Island yeah yeah it's up there um I like the one with uh Tim Curry yeah I've got a soft spot for Cyber Chase yeah that movie um 
everybody seems to dog on that movie and talk about how it's dog shit now. Oh, but I love it. Yeah, but uh, I watch it. I'm like, what's not to fucking love about this? It's shit? it's the fucking best. I love it when they go to the diner and it's all the old them. All right, we're yeah. gonna get this. Will be for another Scoob Tim. We'll do Scooby Doo and Cyber Chase later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because this movie is so much of oh, let's celebrate what Scooby Doo is like as a franchise and as a whole, I, I just, it's got like a really big, really warm place in my heart. Oh, I, I love it. It's absolutely amazing. And it, uh, I've seen this movie so many goddamn times that like, I, this is one of the movies where I sit there and I watch, or it's just in the background and I'll simultaneously say the lines <laughs> with them. Like uh, we were watching it a while ago because uh, my niece likes Scooby-Doo heaps now, which i uh, real into and i probably mentioned i think uh but uh like it's the playing the intro and i'm just cooking and it's like the beginning of it and it's like the dudes are like Vilma, Vilma. not the dudes the chicks <laughs> it's, the, it's the dudes are like daphne daphne we love you we got your face tattooed on our chest and they rip off their shirts and they got like these sick daphne tattoos that look seems like just buffy the vampire slayer tattoos see uh i know for auntie donna's netflix show they went and got a little netflix and tattooed on their ass uh, I wonder if we could do a fundraiser where one of the goals is to get a little Daphne tattoo. I'm, I'm not gonna get a Daphne. Yeah, me tattoo. neither. I was I was I, gonna pin it on you. The the major the most I would go is maybe like the Scooby Doo like dog tag symbol tattoo, and that'd be like on my arm or somewhere. But I'm uh, the kind of person that really likes to like w- once in a while I'll just be like. Yeah, I'll change like my room around for no reason at all, or like I'll change the space where I live. And having that just not be an option, like I put that on my arm. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm tired of the Scooby Doo fucking picture on my <laughs> yeah. arm, and I just can't change that. That's not something I'd be happy. Yeah, with. look, me neither. I, I was entirely gonna be like, and you should do it. <laughs> yeah, you do the real dick move and just pin it on me. Yeah um no i remember this movie this movie has um one of my favorite songs in general because it's a great song but set is to it one of, here we go by no Bully no Pursuit? it's not here we go because by, i was by, gonna we, say that we referenced that a one. lot uh no i'm referring to oh oh shit what is it uh ah oh, the guy's bold he wears a stupid hat the music video set in the mall the uh, new radicals oh my god you is get it, what you give yeah yeah oh i like you get what i you love get that song beats. it's a great song i i think they have it during the flashback of them being like teens and shit yeah they're throwing a frisbee in the park yeah and there's like clearly different people who's supposed to be them yeah and yeah. like the shaggy guy looks real gross because he's wearing like shorts and he's yeah. lanky ass it's so grody but like it rules that scene is amazing yeah, it's weird that, well, no, I would have called that particular scene amazing. I like the music on it. But one thing that bothers me heaps about that scene in particular is that Scooby's the only one that looks the same. Yeah, for some reason he didn't age that much in the yeah. several well, I years guess dogs, between them. Uh, no, dogs age heaps. That's the well, point dogs of dog age, years. Dogs age heaps between, like, at the beginning of their life and at the end of their life. But the middle, they're mostly the same 
Yeah. But like, they look the same. What's the time difference between then and then? Uh, well, then you will. I don't know if it's even that much. Um, they're clearly teenagers in that. Um, if they're not supposed to be teenagers in this, which I don't think they are. No, they're, they're adults. They're adults in the first 20s. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're. I'd say probably six to 35? eight years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 35 years was that dog's long dead they went to like four dogs yeah they just keep getting a new talking dog and naming it scooby you think you think they do that and they don't tell shaggy no (laughs) yeah you could tell he's the only one who could tell yeah how would you get a dog that sounds exactly the same like they could do that to fred maybe and i feel like you wouldn't (laughs) notice they get scooby dumb and fred's like yeah that's yeah, scooby. Look, I don't he, know. Se- he seems better now honestly he's quieter <laughs> yeah he stops he's not as fucking annoying back there <laughs> <laughs> there's something i could very easily see that about fred it's like scooby's like talking some mad shit or whatever and fred just he's driving the mystery <laughs> machine and he just turns around and puts his hand up <laughs> yeah. like he's got a backhand <laughs> because he kind of does that to shaggy i think we mentioned it uh, on the jackson episode but there's the scene in the old what's new scooby-doo where like they're driving shaggy starts like freaking out about the haunted mansion they're going to and fred just like stops the car and turns around and looks at him he looks like he's gonna hit him (laughs) yeah look he's just (laughs) it's it's pretty unsettling if they just animated a bead of sweat going down Shaggy's head. <laughs> um, but uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is is far less intense in the role as Fred. Yeah, Jones. he's more of. He's um, a bit dumber in in uh, in these movies in general. He's kind of like an internet fuckboy pre-internet. Yeah, that's I guess kind just of the, a fuckboy. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the vibe he gives off in these movies. Like, he's not the walking tank that Fred is no, supposed to be. No, he's really vain in this movie for some yeah. reason, in these movies. Well, and yeah, in these movies as a whole. Uh, I'd say this movie less so. Yeah, it's less so, but it's still kind of um, But there. yeah, there's still, especially in the beginning when, like, everybody's, like, cheering and he's like, Oh, I fucking love this. Everybody yeah. can't and get enough of the And he takes it the hardest Fred. when um, the media Coolsville turns on them. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. There's so many lines of this Wait, movie. Hold, hold on. Before we jump into great lines, is the villain of this movie fake news? Yeah, kind of. It's literally a reporter who's making shit up about the mystery ink game. Like, she literally takes out of context, like, clips. Like, what I was going to say is a line that a lot of lines of this movie is, like, just burned into my brain. But the one where Fred looks into the camera and he's like, I think Coosville sucks. It's, like, real in there. (laughs) And, like, the, the like, legitimate depression you see on Fred's face when he's watching the little TV, which that's pretty cool. He's got a little TV in the mystery machine. He shouldn't be watching that. Being texting is bad. Watching Well, no, he's he's parked when he's watching it. Okay. Because he, like, puts his head down on uh, the steering wheel and everything, and he's real bummed out. But yeah, speaking about the villain, the villain in this movie rules. It's amazing. Yeah, they're great. There's a, there's the weird bit that happened in a lot of early 2000s movies where part of the like, uh, gross out humor, how the villain is bad. 
Oh, because he had also, sex with a dude. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or they did. They cuddled. He's like, "Oh, you let me cuddle," and he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a dude. I'm a gross guy." All yeah. Along. It's just a weird bit. Like it happened in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, I guess like it's a little be... transphobic, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm if you were this in... one, yeah, this is I guess on the edge of that because it's not transphobic. They're yeah. not trans, but. It, it's still weird. I guess if you were tricked into having gay sex, if you're not gay, you have some right to be like well, upset. Sure. If you're tricked into any sex, I guess you have you some have right, the right to, to be, be upset. upset. But like, because um, like, that's just legitimate, like real IRL catfishing. Yes, yeah. I'm a beautiful young woman, With, but, but it's actually just a amazing uh, latex mask. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that bit at the end, uh, I think it's I think it's called the Mastermind. We talk about it in our Let's Play, which hey, go check hey, out our check Let's out Play. Check out our Let's Play. On natural YouTube plug of, that we ruined uh, by making it unnatural. Uh, Scooby Doo Night of a Hundred Frights. Um, it's a I, bad time. I don't have a good time playing. Legitimate. I'll I'll warn you now if uh, you're playing it. I don't finish the game because I <laughs> physically can't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I get to a point in the game when I'm like, I we gotta stop. I I can't play this game anymore. And just watch me descend that rabbit hole. It's, look, I, I've I've been editing them and uploading them to YouTube. It's not a it's not a sh <laughs> like a long descent. First episode, we end it with you sad as fuck. Just all right. Well, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Like it's the first episode. Well, that one I got a bit of leeway, I think. Um, but because the controller's just broken the whole episode. Yeah, we fixed that in the second episode. You can see it happen yeah. on camera, I think. Well, you don't see us, but you can hear the I, I just smashed the controller as hard as I can and it fixed it. And I felt good because of that. Yeah, he fondsied the fucking controller, it rules. Yeah, I, I come back around with my enjoyment level. Of and then it drops, in, it but it, drops. it immediately drops. So if that sounds good to you, give if you that like a watching out. a man be unhappy, you probably <laughs> do. Um, check it out; it's funny sometimes. Um, yeah, anyway. but we talk about how, and I'm not completely sure if in that one it's called the Mastermind, which I think it might be. Uh, no, it's I masked think that one or something. Is, I know it's. I think it's Mast Mastermind is what it is. But I think this villain is called the same thing. Um, I don't remember anybody saying it. Like I remember the lines in this movie pretty well, but I don't usually there, like. There's the line we were talking about getting a burn into your head, uh, where the mast mastermind, if that's their name, is standing and he's up. He's like mystery, mystery incorporated. I fucking love that. It's shit. amazing. It's and, so and good. It's like right at the scene where Daphne's like confronting. Um, Heather Jasper Howe. I, I oh, wow. Yeah. Well, uh, because you put a gun to my head. I might not be able to pull that well, out. Because she's, she goes, I'm Heather Jasper Howe. <laughs> like a lot of this movie seared into my head. Like there's like an old man. Like usually I don't, I'm not good with names, but I could tell you a majority of the names in this movie, except for one character. Is it if you put a, Yes. If you put a gun to my head and said, what was his name of Seth Green's character? scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed i would break down cry and beg you to shoot me because i'm not gonna get that name i was just gonna ask 
I was gonna be like, all right, cool. What's Seth Green's character? Yeah, name? but there's like, um, there's like Old Man Jenkins, and which is a classic. Yeah, I, they use that all the time. Yeah. Uh, and Jonathan Jacobo. Which that one was, I remember. That one's played by what is it? Willie Nelson? No, that's the singer. Uh, something Craig T. Nelson. I don't remember. Yeah, he's, he's a great actor. He's in the film Holes. He's yeah, in, and uh, and 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 to be clear. If you haven't watched the movie, but you're loving our jagged explanation of it, um, the he's the guy who catfishes the yeah, cameraman. He's, he's the the real guy under yeah. the fake lady. Um, also, the name of my memoirs. <laughs> the real guy underneath the fake lady. Um, but he's played by yeah, uh, Craig T. Nelson, I think, and uh, he was the actor of. Um, what is it looking glass in the Watchmen tv show um mm-hmm. and he is a great actor like he genuinely just a very talented actor um and it's weird that like one of his early movie appearances <laughs> is as the scenery chewing jonathan jacobo look in this I, movie. I fucking love him in this movie one of my favorite bits in this whole movie so a cool thing this movie does is it uses the monsters from yeah. Uh, the, and, it, and it goes back and uses not only the monsters, but the people who are dressed as the monsters Some and everything. Them, yeah. yeah, there's a scene in a bar and everything. And Jonathan Jacobo was always, I always thought it was the pterodactyl ghost, but I guess it's just... That sounds the, better. Yeah, pterodactyl ghost. Uh, but there's a... There's oh, yeah, one no, of my, I, guess, I guess pterodactyl ghost is a bit redundant. Pterodactyl fits pretty well. I guess pterodactyl ghost fits relatively well. Yeah, it's Scooby-Doo. The pterodactyl ghost works fine. But uh, yeah, there's one of maybe my favorite, one of my favorite lines in movie history growing up when he's breaking out of jail and he builds himself like a little wingsuit and he's like, so long, losers. He starts starts flapping off and then he gets fucking Icarus ass and he's like, help me, loser. Hey, um, Andrew here. Uh, I'm recording this one. And uh, I just heard me say that this was one of my favorite lines in the movies. And uh, I got the line wrong. It's suckers, not losers. Um, I, I, I knew that. I just said the wrong thing. And I apologize to any of those purists out there. Um, so I don't want those comments. Um, anyways, you could get back to the episode. Man, these are some sick died. Greek mythology references for those of you playing along at home. Yeah, dude. We check out our Let's Play. I think I mentioned how the the whole Sisyphus, thing feels we talk about Sisyphelian to me. I don't know if it's Sisyphelian, maybe? I don't know. I think I'd say Sisyphelian. Well, where's the it's not, that sounds from? a bit, yeah, well. And it sounds like necrophilia. It sounds a bit like, oh, you've contracted Sisyphelian. But I I think that's... I think it's Sisyphelian. An act act like Sisyphus, I think I could see being said a Sisyphelian act. Well, if you have an opinion on this, (laughs) let us know. Email at us at the atomic email at gmail.com. Oh, Um, man, the angry emails. Of, it's actually Sisyphacian. 
<laughs> fuck. Give me your sources if it's Sisyphakian. <laughs> oh. Because I won't believe you. No, that's a dumb thing I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that scene rules. I love like the because you get like a little bit of a close up on his face just before he falls and he yeah. mugs at the camera so and, much yeah and he stops midair he does like the classic cartoon thing where you you don't fall until you notice you're supposed to fall or, or yeah whatever. or you give a reaction shot then yeah. you fall it, it's so fucking good this movie is this movie unlike any other movie we've talked before this movie is cinema I'll oh, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Scorsese agrees that this film is cinema. This, this is maybe the masterpiece of a film. Denis Villeneuve was asked on the set of Dune uh, what he thought of the Scooby Doo duology, and he said, pure cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking good. <laughs> it's such a good just lie to talk about, to say about a fucking movie. Like, especially if it's like the most bullshit movie. Like, you're like, hey, what did you think about Stuart Little? It's well, why did you it's say that cinema. in bullshit movie? That movie is pure cinema. Nah, shut the fuck up. It's a little mouse who gets adopted as a son, but like society is cool with mice. I, it's confusing. yeah. You, you're describing absolute cinematic masterpiece, Stuart Little. <laughs> um. Anyway, Scooby Doo monsters. Stuart Tober. Um, shut the fuck up, Lud Stewart Tober. Um, so I keep coming back to one of my favorite things in this movie is them using the old um monsters and stuff. But man, am I disappointed that like they didn't use a spooky space kook in this movie? Oh yeah, and you see him in the music. Yeah, no, you do. I there's so many monsters that you see, uh, like in the museum of costumes and you're like oh why didn't he grab that costume like you see the creeper or like they even call out chicken stein and shit i love chicken stein Stein's a pretty good book i didn't i I must have got it from here but i didn't realize at the time when i was in like first grade Mm -hmm. maybe earlier we had a halloween uh writing prompt we had to do for class and i wrote a story about Chickenstein, but I was unaware of the Scooby-Doo connection at the time. And um, look, I, I was like maybe six years old, so I doubt it was good. But uh, it was the scariest in my class. I got a little award for it. And the teacher said I did a good job. Chickenstein, the scariest in your class. What did your class come up with? Like fucking rabbit Dracula or some bullshit? No, because that's vernacular, dude. That's, that's a real published book. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It just is. is. Is that by the glorious creators of Dogzilla and Cat Kong? I don't think it is. I think Man, it's wholly unconnected. Dogzilla and Cat Kong. Got Did we mention those on on the Godzilla it, it was versus on, Kong? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Because sure. like, it was if on, it another on another episode. one. Yeah, that's why I was asking because it, it would be strange if it wasn't. Um, yeah, but no, I fucking Charlie love... the Robot would be would have been cool. Charlie the Robot would have been cool. Um, I guess he doesn't need the machine, though, because he just is a robot. Yeah, it, that's one thing. I do like that bit in uh, the uh, movie where... <laughs> I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> uh, I do like that bit where they're talking about um, 
uh, how they're doing it and how it's like a mix of because usually in yeah, Scooby Doo, no. it's like science. It's either science, magic, a guy in the mask, or just a monster. But I like that this one is well, it's kind of all of them. Yeah, like put together. Uh, um, and this is something I noticed uh, thanks to my dad. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the the esoteric references they pull in the beginning of this movie are just genuine esoteric like references like they reference Aleister Crowley who is oh yeah a, a genuine early 20th century asshole who said he was magic um <laughs> it, he started a, a little cult called the Lima sorry if any of you are well, the yeah, Lights. Don't be fucking patronizing about their call. Your call isn't little. You got a decent sized call. <laughs> Everybody's call is that size. They just exaggerate. Do what thou, thou wilt shall be the whole of the law, that kind of thing. Um, I think, yeah, they reference just genuine like occult magic, which for the conspiracy minded, uh, hence uh, my dad. They're, yeah, they're, they're telling a, you they're playing... Yeah. A little, they're having a little game in front of your face. This is, yeah, but it's actually called predictive programming, which yeah. I think has come up on this show before. Mm-hmm. Um, where they, they reference what they actually believe in movies so that if you talk about it, you sound crazy, yeah, or maybe you just sound crazy, maybe you're just crazy, but yeah, it is cool that they use like real life touchstones like that for this, yeah. and I, I do really enjoy that it's magic and science coming together as sort of like an alchemy type yeah, it's deal. magitech kind of deal it's cool yeah it's cool as um i like that it i i know it doesn't make all that much sense but i do like that you need the mo- the costumes of the other monsters yeah it kind of and it gives like a humunculi type like feel to it where it's like oh let's take this skin let's take put this it, egg put, put it in seminal an egg. fluid in well, it the i i i like that fact in the movie i think it brings a lot of care like character into bringing scooby-doo uh, lore into it and plus it gives you the good excuse for one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the bar scene oh, what's the bar called it's got a cool name um, I, I have no clue i want to say like like some dumb shit. <laughs> I, I was gonna say tools and ghouls um but whatever they got a really cool bar they got, got a, a bad guy bar you know that it's trope? Got, yeah uh, one of my favorite tropes in like comics and stuff um it's got an awesome like neon sign out front that i want so bad that it like flickers between the different scooby-doo monsters like i think you how see how cool would that be yeah to, like how I think you somebody see has Charlie somebody the robot must. on that. Yeah, somebody made that prop. Um, you see Redbeard, who's a character that shows up yeah. on that. Um, it's just a, such a, this. Look, I'm I'm gushing over this, but this I love how much of a celebration this movie is. Over oh Scooby-Doo. yeah, this, I love Scooby Doo and this movie being like, hey, look at all this Scooby Doo shit. And I'm like, yes, please. I was about to get into the like really lazy form of reviewing something where it's it's a love letter to Scooby Doo. <laughs> this movie makes you yeah, feel I was like just Scooby-Doo. gonna do. This movie really <laughs> makes you feel like Scooby Doo. Um, <laughs> But no, genuinely, this this film is made by people who love Scooby Doo, and mm-hmm. you can tell, like in the making of it, it just oozes enthusiasm for it. Nobody's here, like, oh, I'm doing a weird revival of a kids show as a more yeah, adult movie. Or, this is stupid. Yeah, no, they're, they're all in. 
Yeah, that was. There's a bit of that in the you first. Get a little one, bit of that, yeah. But th- this one is totally not that, and it's not like, oh, let's make some change. Although there's one fucking change that bothers me so much, and it's that the mystery machine. If you look in the back corner of the mystery machine, there's just a black spot for some reason. Like the orange fades into black. Yeah, you don't notice it until you notice it. Next time you watch this movie, and I think in the first one, look in the back, like the tail light of the Scooby of the mystery you machine. Like an insane man. And there's just a black area for no reason. Like, why'd you ruin the mystery machine like that? If the mystery machine looks awesome in this movie, but there's that one detail that just fucking completely ruins it. <laughs> yeah, that's the big detail that changed. Uh, they have a clubhouse <laughs> in this where they just all live together. Oh, I yeah. I, I like that it's kind of like like it's not a one-to-one but it's kind of like it's the pup named scooby-doo clubhouse because it's like a tree house but i mean it's in a swamp is it it like a tree house i think in in this it's just like a regular building no i think it's like a tree house maybe i don't remember climb up yeah they come up through a trap door well i know they have a tree house because that's part of the um the like uh flashback thing but i think the actual because you see the press and stuff drive out like they walk no in. no yeah that's the hq yeah that's, that's what they're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah no that place is that place is really cool but the yeah they go to their tree house which was like their hq when they were kids and that's in like the middle of a swamp yeah and then they get attacked by like captain cutler back there which fuck yeah captain cutler rules in this movie he looks so good he looks cool yeah like yeah some of them don't necessarily translate all that well those two little yeah. cgi skeleton guys i, I like kinda, those guys i like those cool guys. But they don't um, look right. Yeah, the zombie. I why didn't they make the zombie the creeper? Like it's it's the same thing, and it's such a more iconic monster. And like, like maybe it wouldn't have looked as good on like because the zombie at least has a really misshapen, weird face and body. The creeper kind of just looks like a green dude. Well, no, he's got like that really in this like maybe I noticed this because it comes from a personal thing. He's got that really square head. He's like got that cool hunch. And he's like he holds his hands up. Shut the fuck up, you rude piece of shit. I called it out beforehand. And I don't fucking hunch, you fucking animal. Um, but like, he's got such a—he's so much more iconic than just the zombie. Yeah, that's that's one of my least favorite things in Scooby Doo. Like, I know you got to do every episode a new monster, but when it's just the zombie, the werewolf, I think one of them just the vampire, and it's clearly Dracula. Those are definitely my least favorite monsters. Okay, but what about um, Sheet Ghost? I love a good no, Sheet, Sheet Ghost. Ghost is good. Sheet Ghost rules, especially using him in the intro, and they're all fucking terrified, and it's just a Sheet Ghost. Oh, yeah, it rules. I love that shit. Yeah, no, it, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, no, mention... I meant their HQ, like the the yeah. physical building they all live in now. Um, uh, that's all... a, yeah, it's a really cool place to hang out. I it wanted looks, to see um, yeah. more than more of it in the movie. Um, I know, I think it was for the computer, but I had like the Scooby Doo Two computer game. But I think a was bit it, like, of it was click. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I had this game too. Yeah, and there was uh, an extra scene in it where you could take like a virtual tour of the HQ. And I was like, fuck, I want to go get while I was a little kid. Well, maybe. 
<laughs> I started cussing in like the fourth grade. Uh, uh, I didn't start cussing till like like middle school. Yeah, yeah I, maybe I remember, even early high school. Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember. I think it was late middle school because yeah. we used to all like stand around and be like, "Adam, say fuck," and you're like, "No, I don't want to." Like, dude, just come on, and you're like, "Fine." fuck and we all just yeah, fucking laugh fucking and you die. get like all dead like fucking red face and huffy about it yeah <laughs> that was a big nerd yeah it was a big was a big nerd, nerd. <laughs> oh i do a little podcast so we're doing our scooby-doo month was a big nerd i was a big nerd uh but yeah no <laughs> scooby-doo that like weird hq they have looks like just the best loft you could ever own like yeah no it looks, it looks super cool to live in yeah and i think it's got like a tv that comes out of the ground it's got something that fell out of fashion in like the 80s but the 70s were huge the 60s and 70s were huge for it a little sunken in hangout spot in your oh, house yeah i yeah. love those sick yeah no that bits. rules i love the just bright like orange and clearly it's been designed by fred jones because it's all white and blue and orange yeah no you can tell who liked each room the most because it's colored yeah. the kitchen is green, green. with brown yeah highlights. no it, it, it fucking rules oh, scooby doesn't have his own room no room is brown with black spots or blue and yellow yeah hmm. Hmm. I guess he's a dog. Don't give a dog <laughs> its own room. Yeah, uh, that's, well, he's that's... a sentient dog. He's a sentient. Yeah, he's he's dog. part of the group. They're sometimes the Scooby Doo gang. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box, and if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Does Scooby-Doo have like a, an ID or a social security card? Like he is a dog, well, but he's I also safe. Yeah, I think his dog tag is his ID. Hmm. That's weird. I think it's got his information on the back. Does he have like, to pay taxes? No, he's a dog. Yeah, but he can talk. Yeah, but he doesn't have enough income for taxes. Well, how do they buy the fucking HQ? Everybody else has income. He doesn't have income. Plus, at least Daphne, but I'm pretty sure Fred as well. Their parents are loaded. I don't think that's specifically mentioned in these two movies, but but they do have, like, Fred's got his own fucking book and uh you see like all the luggage daphne's has and like just the hq itself they have to be getting the money from somewhere the blakes have always been old money they're they're (laughs) so rich no because they're old money because it doesn't it's never clear where they got it and they have so many kids so many kids like even in like in mystery inc it's like specifically like called out how they have like i think it's like 19 daughters they all have a d in their name or some shit uh but like it feels like all the time daphne's like oh i gotta go see my sister the joke came from in mystery inc it's a reference to and how like a decent chunk of the original like scooby-doo where are you they would just be like we're gonna go see my sister down at the carnival yeah that's why I bring it up in the last playlist, which third plug, check it out. Um, it's uh, so there's a girl called Holly in it, and uh, for my whole life, I always thought it was Daphne's sister she's because she's essentially it's, a, a palette swap. Yeah, of it's Daphne. a palette swap of Daphne Blake. The character model is spot on, and then it, I was so astonished when we played it. And, and like, it is, oh, they straight up, right? it's her friend. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I feel like like if it wasn't such a small specific thing or nobody else cares i bet that's a fucking mandela effect right there <laughs> but it's like a personal mandela effect so it's so, just yeah, i was definitely just wrong yeah. <laughs> you mean like all mandela effects well no because there's, there's a lot of people who think this a lot thing. of people can be wrong when I'm saying no, well, no, a lot of people can be taught wrong, but misremembering's different. That's why I think proof of time travel. But we'll get into that on another day on our Mandela Effect episode. The one where I um maybe the biggest stick in the mud and just say, no, that's dumb. People are just wrong. And I say proof of time travel, or we swap dimensions. And I'm the one who says proof of dimension travel (laughs) hell yeah Um, Uh, but yeah no so this movie has one of the weirder scenes in 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 a a scooby-doo film uh and it's when uh hawkeye's wife linda cardinelli yeah velma velma uh gets in a austin powers-esque 
jumpsuit that oh, is yeah, leather she's trying, tight yeah, and she's trying to look hot for uh I was going to say Seth Sean Aston. I'm really sorry about that, Seth Green. I did not mean to call you Sean Aston. Yeah, that's a big That insult. was really rude. Have we ever uh, brought up our strange hate of Sean Aston on this? That was not the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, we're giving a lot of breadcrumbs. We're throwing a lot, a lot yeah, of spaghetti yeah. at this the wall. This is for all those lore guys to piece through and put up yeah, the lore I, of Atomic is it, is it connected to the day? Or is it a wholly separate thing? Oh, have I brought um, up how much I hate Dave Batista on here yet? Feel like look, I have. Save it for the Dune episode. I There's will. Another I will. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a weird bit where uh, she's like dressed all in latex leather, leather basically. Yeah. And um, th- there's a line where <laughs> she comes down the stairs, she's not wearing her glasses, and she goes, who's your mommy? Yeah. And, fucking <laughs> and fucking Seth Green looks the most uncomfortable a human has ever looked, and he goes, my, my, my mommy? <laughs> and it's probably his best line in the Look, film. It's hilarious. It killed me <laughs> at the time. It killed me now. It's so funny. My, my mom <laughs> although that bit is a really good setup for a joke which it might be immediately after or it might cut away to scooby and shaggy first but there's a bit where she moves in the chair and it sounds like she's ripping mad oh ass. yeah because it's so squeaky it's <laughs> her leather's squeaky as shit but that's kind of um, good leather yeah and now you, i know Daphne, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller in these films, uh, wears those kind of skin tight leather mm-hmm. outfits quite often. And I know she helps Velma get dressed for this. Um, is the idea that they went out and bought an orange version or that Daphne had an uh, orange Daphne, version? I could see Daphne as the kind of person to be like, I'm waiting for my chance to dress Velma up. Like, I'm waiting for her to let me okay, do that cool. sort of that, thing. That was the answer I was looking for. Now, does now do we think she has one for each member of the gang? Um, Is there a know. bright I, no, green, skin-tight leather suit Look, for your I, man Norville I, I, Rogers? I, I don't know if they're all leather jumpers, but I could, I'd be willing to bet she's got an outfit for each member of the game, game even Scooby-Doo. Oh, there's a bit that I fucking love. Uh, and so a plot point of this movie is that Shaggy and Scooby are starting to feel useless. They get a because, clue, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, everybody's in mystery and has a role, but they're just kind of the guys who mess everything up. So they're like, oh, we're going to be real detectives. Oh, we're yeah, gonna work a good this bit. Up. And, yeah, so they come into the room, and Shaggy's got his own Fred-style, like, outfit, but it's all in his colors. But Scooby's just wearing Velma's sweater and Daphne's boots. Yeah. And I love the line where Daphne's like, Scooby, and she's all offended, and she's like, those boots do not go with that sweater. <laughs> like, yeah, like she's, joke. Yeah. she's not beefed that Sco- like a dog is wearing her boots or anything. She's, she's just like, if you're fashion, gonna do yeah. it, do it right, asshole. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, no, it fucking rules. Daphne is quite enjoyable in this movie, which usually Daphne's a character that kind of 
falls under the radar. Yeah, unfortunately. But, I quite like Miss Blake. She rules. I yeah, I, I like her a good deal in Mystery Incorporated. Uh, yeah, um, she's great there. I like her in, um, what is it? What's new Scooby-Doo? I don't yeah. know. I just, I, I said that you, in the tune of the song yeah, and I was about to yeah, break into the it. song. Uh, but she's great in there. I love um, that they were like, we don't know what to do with her. Let's basically make her MacGyver. Yeah, um, 13 Ghosts, she's kind of a just a different character with the yeah. same vein. I mean, she's basically palette swap April O'Neil. Yeah, show. no, she's driving the van, she's wearing the jumpsuit. A different van, a weird yeah, different van. They have a red van in that one, but um, yeah, in this movie, I, I quite enjoy Daphne in this movie. I really like that bit that they keep from the first one and we mentioned it in the, in the scooby-doo one episode is that she knows how to fight so there's that really good scene uh where they go to jonathan jacobo's house and first it shows kind of her like how confident she is in not only fighting but like other stuff where it's a i think it comes from this movie but it happens a good deal in like the earlier 2000s animated scooby-doo's and scooby-doo what's new scooby-doo where she kind of like MacGyvers with yeah, makeup yeah. and she stuff. She uses makeup for like little yeah. gadget things. Like in this one, she like uses problems. like a little like the little tape strip and some bluff to like use yeah, on fingerprint uh, thing. fingerprint Which scanner. is pretty cool. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's a cool like it's it's a cool thing of like not just having your character like have whatever on them but using stuff that they would have on them yeah. in a cool way and like I, macgyver like macgyver uh and i i i think if you're because every scooby-doo adaptation is like what do we do with daphne and some of the more recent ones have decided what if she's stupid as fuck yeah, and no, I don't like that. It, I well, like yeah, Daphne no. competent. Yeah, I really enjoy Daphne being competent. Like, she's, like, even if Fred's the muscle, I like when she's the skilled one. Like, yeah, yeah the, Velma's the brains, Fred's the muscle, and I guess the face. And he is the face. <laughs> he is the face. Although, and look, Daphne's, Daphne often falls into the face role as well. Yeah, well, the, Fred's usually the one who comes up yeah. to the cameras or the cops, and he's like, "This is how we figured this shit." But that's out. because of the patriarchy. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, there is which they kind of handle in this movie. Uh, or they the handle last the patriarchy. One. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's they, done now. Like, no, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit it, it was the last one now that i come to think about it where like velma's tired of fred taking credit for everything because yeah. he's got the loudest voice but like at the end of the movie he steps back and lets her um even though in most of the shows including the original velma's velma, always yeah. the one who tells everybody how it happened yeah she's which the i'm fucking, fine with yeah she's the fucking sherlock holmes of no watson you fucking idiot and, yeah and everybody else plays the role of her watson yeah no it's pretty good which look i'm not against but don't make a whole arc of your film hey fred let velma do the thing that she does every time yeah um there is one joke that it never <laughs> it never got me my previous times watching it because i don't think i understood it when i was a kid but it's when uh it's in that bit where she unlocks the thumbprint scanner because uh they go up to jonathan jacobo's like spooky manor and they pull his like overly sized like chain yeah it's, like, it's not his thing. manner is it i think think it's the black knight ghost 
how like castle house type deal no i think it's jonathan jacobo's okay. manor, or it's no it's um i think it's old man jenkins and then they say he shared the place with jonathan jacobo right. he at least has jonathan jacobo stuff yeah he but has old man stuff. jenkins is living there yeah and he is yeah yeah, the yeah black knight yeah uh, yeah um so they go and then like they pull it and then there's like a little recording like uh, leave now or face the consequences and Shaggy's like hey don't pull that again he just said face the consequences and Fred's like oh what's the worst that can happen and drop and pulls it and they fall down the trap door and that's funny but the joke that follows it when um they, those, they those come school, down the yeah girl scouts yeah there's there's then, like, what is it like tell them Mormons yeah Mormons. Like, <laughs> yeah so there's girl scouts down there I think there's like a magazine salesman or something down there too but there's girl scouts down there and she's like do you want to buy a box of cookies and the camera pans over and there's mormons and like have you heard the good news and scooby goes yeah there's cookies that's funny yeah and it, shit, that's a good gag and it fucking killed me last time i watched it and then like the next scene comes over and you see her just counting a fucking stack oh, of yeah. money and like scooby and shaggy like cleaning their mouth they clearly just destroyed a box of cookies so it's scooby Scooby and Shaggy, or at least Shaggy, also loaded? Well, no, because if they're the poor ones, they have Daphne and or Fred pay for anything. And uh, like, yeah, we want a box of cookies. And Daphne pulls out her fat stacks. Yeah, a lot of hundos. <laughs> and is like, uh, she had no concept of, of money. And is like, uh, is this enough? And just hands them the wad. Yeah, no, that fucking, that would rule. Um, but then there's a really good scene following that, which they kind of lead them to believe it's Old Man Jenkins, is they fight the Black Knight ghost. Is, and that's why I was like, uh, thought yeah. you were talking about that. But yeah, they fight the Black Knight ghost in that manner. And like, I like, because like, there's the classic, oh, uh, the man's going to come and save them or whatever. But Fred comes up with comes the shield. Around. Fred comes up with the shield and he's like, bring it. And the Black Knight ghost got the shield and he just bashes the shit yeah, out of his shield. Eats, and it's hitting Fred in the fucking face and it knocks him clean out. And then Daphne has like a really cool fight scene. I think she grabs like a halberd at one point yeah, fighting with him. His ghost nuts. And yeah, well, no, that's later. That's fucking the, during the whole fight scene. Daphne's trying, no, Velma's trying to read a book to figure out the weak spot of specific right. monsters she's doing all these like weird algorithms with the fucking hypotenuse and pythagorean theorem and shit and she's like if my calculations are correct his weak point is right here and she goes and fucking kicks him in the fucking nuts and there's a line that i just kind of used throughout my life whenever i was well i'm not so much lately but when i was younger whenever i got hit in the nuts i'd be like oh right in the round tables mm -hmm. Because that's what the black knight yeah, said, right? Yeah. How often were you getting kicked in the nuts that you had a little catchphrase? Well, I mean, not often, but when it happened, I had <laughs> that catchphrase. If you had a like, nickel for every time. Yeah, we probably have, I don't know, six nickels. <laughs> that's a strangely Look, it's, it's, it would be stranger if i didn't steal the catchphrase if like i got kicked in the nuts enough where he I just, was just a big naturally said the same thing enough to where it's like oh it's his kicked in the nuts catchphrase <laughs> that's that guy's <laughs> kicked in the nuts catchphrase uh, man, i think most I people's kicked in the nuts catchphrase is just like fuck 
Yeah, no, that's I definitely matured. Went to more. Actually, no, it's probably more of a oh fuck me as I like slowly lower myself onto the floor. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, before we go, I wanted to talk about. Uh, thank you for letting me be myself and that dance oh, scene. Yeah, that's it fucking, fucking rules. It rules so much. For one thing about that, how the fuck is Scooby Doo? His rib cage. So he's standing up, straight up, and that I can accept. But he's walking like a man, and because they have a man CGI'd with a big plastic Scooby Doo like hat on his head, and so he's walking around like a man, and it's so like unnatural. Like if I saw like there's if I saw that, I'd be like, fuck, is that one of those SCPs I hear so much <laughs> yeah. about? Like, just walking down the street like a dog Thank with his red cage coming up. And, and it's like, woo, woo, ha, woo, woo, ha. that fucking rule. It's so good. Do they have pickled eyeballs at that bar? Not pick- it's pickled eggs. Okay. Uh, it's Scoo- There's a good bit where Scooby goes to eat one. It tastes like shit, which is surprising for Scooby that pickled eggs is his line. And he spits it back into the like jar, and then a guy goes and eats the one Scooby ate. Fuck, this movie is funny. This movie um, is so goddamn funny. I guess that's a good thing for Shaggy to keep in the back of his pocket. Because there's the classic gag of Scooby-Doo sneaking by and eating yeah, Shaggy's just food. Put, pickled eggs put a pickled it. egg but, in it. But if Scooby doesn't like it, who knows if Shaggy likes it? Oh, They he, he tend to like egg, the same thing. Yeah, and he, he loves pickle. Uh, but yeah, but those, it's such a different thing. Look, I don't I, I like I a know. pickled egg. I like a. I don't think good. I've had a pickled egg. I tried to make my own pickled egg oh. once uh, when I was, I'd say about nine. I hard boiled eggs and I just, there was an empty jar of pickles and I just put in the pickle juice and I let it sit there for a bit and I like wait and I'm like, all right, they've been there for like a couple of days. Let me go have a bite. And they're just green eggs. Like I made green eggs. And I took a bite into it. And I'm like, mm, this is just egg. Yeah, <laughs> this it's is just hard boiled egg. Just egg. Well, because it wasn't pickled. It yeah. just was dyed. It's sitting in pickle juice. Yeah. Which there is a difference. Yeah. Slightly. Now, speaking about that part, that part's got, for one, this movie has so many cool props, but that part's got a really cool prop where it's a whack a mole machine, but it's the mystery yeah. inside. Somebody and they has all to own that. Yeah. They all have their little catchphrases, but I don't remember what Fred's is. I think Fred said, I hope it's fine. Um, Darn. But, but yeah. Um, Does he just go, ouch? Maybe he goes, ouch. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, that movie, uh, that scene is such a fun part of that movie. I love that scene. Um, but the prop design for this movie is so cool. Even like the bullshit, like that big disc, they have the control panel, which is like oh, the yeah, MacGuffin yeah. of this movie. And, like, even that looks so fun. Like, I understand that bit where it's supposed to be, like, oh, look how stupid Scooby and Jaggy are. But I understand just singing and slamming buttons down on that thing because it looks real fun. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. The other bit, the great bit in this movie where the potions are there. Oh, yeah. Sucking them down and getting weird. I I remember... 
watching that when I was a kid. And it was that bit where Shaggy drinks one and he gets a girl's body. And I was so like amazed by that. I'm like, how'd they turn Shaggy <laughs> into a girl? <laughs> Not like, I didn't get freaking horny for it. But I was like, how did they do that? That looks so real. And then I was watching it, it the other day. It and it looks real. so gross. Like Shaggy, it looks like a floating head is above like a... Like just like like a lady, yeah. Lady, yeah. Uh, him getting ripped in his obviously padded fake suit. Yeah, pretty no, good. That's pretty good. Um, that's probably a cool prop that someone's got again. Shaggy his, Rogers big buff suit. Well, no, I mean, but his ripped tee that he wears and that maybe I was gonna say the female version of the Shaggy Rogers outfit. Oh yeah. Like somebody must own that. Yeah, because it's clearly changed. It's like a crop top now and everything. Yeah, because you know how that potion changed his shirt. Yeah, it did because he got his shirt torn when he got all muscly, and then it was back to normal again. Magic exists. Oh yeah, I think it's right before that scene. But that's another one. There's two of my favorite bits. Um, in the movie is when it comes up to that is Shaggy, Shaggy and Scooby. So Get Daphne first, Velma gives like this really good speech about Shaggy and Scooby, like how they're meaningful in the group. Like she's like, I've always been jealous of you guys because no matter how terrified you've been, like you guys have like you've been here, you've gone through it, and that that's always a heartwarming bit. But right after that. Um, they're dealing with them being terrified and like they so they're going down an elevator and then they hear a voice that's like now you're stuck in here with me oh, and they turn yeah. around he's like the cotton candy glove and you just see a pure joy on their face as like cotton candy glove and like the actual they terror yeah, yeah they, they eat this monster this sentient being they eat him alive they the kill actual him. terror yeah. on the cotton candy glove's face and when they, they just, just come out it. like covered in cotton candy sucking on the little cone thing yeah well i think i think scooby's got it on his head and he's like licking around his yeah. lips and everything that's so good um and then that's when they get to the finale of this movie, which I Where fucking Fred love. Jones joust the Black Knight. Oh well, yeah, that was that was earlier. That that's a pretty good bit where, um, like, the Black Knight shows up and Fred Jones is like, "I'll handle this," and he goes, gets on the motorcycle, ties his ascot on, and then one in dead or alive starts to play, and then he like jousts that. And then Daphne goes, and I guess her plan is to karate the thousand volt ghost. Oh, but yeah, the thousand volt ghost is yeah. so fucking actually scary. His fucking voice in this movie scared me as a he kid. He has genuine supernatural power. Like, the other ones are, like, big guys or a pterodactyl. Yeah, scary, ooh, whatever. He, he fucking is, like, electricity. He will fry you. Yeah, no, he, he will kill you with a touch um but yeah that bit's pretty good then Velma deals with the skeletons and she gives that speech and they go down the stairs and deal with that ghost uh the cotton candy glob and that leads into the finale of this movie that I really like I have loved always as a kid where all the monsters show up and everything and they got to get the control panel to the thing and they're playing frisbee and the tar fucking 
the tar oh, also, monster tar great. goes the tar yeah, yeah he fucking rules um and he's like he, it's really scary actually because he's like wrapping around them and you can hear like they can't breathe because he's like contracting on their lungs and lungs and everything and scooby's terrified and he's backing up and then like he bumps into a fire extinguisher and it makes no sense i understand yeah okay cool because i was just gonna get into like oh they don't know how fire extinguishers work yeah it, it, it makes zero sense for one like even if it could freeze water how is it gonna freeze tar like that but you see scooby and he starts to like surf on the fire it's extinguisher, very cool and it's rocketing forward and it's freezing the like a uh, tar monster as he's going and like he's like going and he's like breaks out his friends and he frees them and then shaggy throws him the control panel and there's one of my favorite lines in like any movie of the mastermind and he's like who do you think you are and the camera yeah the camera focus on him and it's like scooby Dooby, do, and each word it like zooms in closer and he smashes the control panel down and slams the button and saves the fucking day. And look, I, I fucking weep at that scene. Like he, <laughs> he's he's Scooby Doo, he knows. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he knows know. who he is. <laughs> but I fucking love that. It's um, so good. He did, did, yeah, this movie fucking rules. The returning villains in it are awesome to see. The new villain in it has a really cool design. We haven't talked about that, but he's got this really Looks like good, a little weird Doctor Doom kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's like this big metal face, and it's so expressive, and it's all, it's I'm pretty weird sure it's all practical. Christo- uh, Christopher Lloyd hair in the back. Yeah, the and it's like so we've, we've talked about his lines and how awesome they are, but his voice is so good. It's like so menacing, but like so charismatic. Such like a cult leader energy. Um, there the is energy one I'm trying to have. Yeah, there is one bit where he's yelling to the people of Coolsville, and he's on a giant ghost ship. And I don't understand where that came from. Presumably, like, Redbeard. Yeah, but that's what I would be like. Oh, he brought Redbeard, and one of Redbeard's powers is to summon the same. But he didn't bring Redbeard, and so did he like force a big boat to like go through that? presumably i yeah i don't know where the ghost boat comes from it's cool looking though when he comes around the corner and it never shows up again where did that go like is that just somebody owns it yeah (laughs) like in the middle of a city somewhere like what the fuck is the deal with that hey james gunn answer my questions where's the (laughs) ghost ship come from but yeah that's one of it that's one thing I would have I would have loved to have been a prop and costume designer for so this you movie could steal because it looks so fun and I definitely would have stole some if anybody knows where that fucking neon basically sign any of the is. things we talked about yeah it, look we're not gonna buy any we don't have I might. money for I, it that depends. I probably look if it's in my price range I might I might one thing I always wanted with shaggy shirt in this because like it's the classic like green shirt and everything but the it's got the white like long sleeve under and mm-hmm. on, along the arm it says mystery incorporated i was always like oh that's such a cool shirt i want that shirt i think i got like three mystery ink themed shirts <laughs> which i they all fucking rule i love them but i would love that one that would be fucking rad 
Um, uh, yeah, well, I think that's... that'll just about cover Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed. I for think us. that fucking cuts it. Um, look, I'm happy to get this one done. I I feel like I can't tell if I was gushing as much as I was for other movies. But I fucking love this movie. Legitimately one of my favorite movies. Like usually when people ask me like what my favorite movie is, I'd usually say either Empire Strikes Back or Back to the Future. Yeah. But this is up there with it. The, it Scooby-Doo 2 is up there with those <laughs> two. I fucking love this movie so goddamn much. And I'll watch it. Like this is one of those movies where I could watch anytime, any place. Like yeah. I just watched it not too long ago and talking about it now, I'm like, man, do I want to go watch fucking <laughs> Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed? Uh, um, yeah, no, it, it genuinely is fucking amazing. But uh, yeah, I guess they'll cut it for us. Um, hey, uh, another plug. Check out our Let's Play. We did it on YouTube. <laughs> there's there's a YouTube now. There's, I think, three episodes as of this recording. Yeah, there's of- three episodes of the Let's Play. Um, I'm slowly going through and converting the older episodes of the podcast um, into MP4 format and doing some editing on those and putting them up whenever. There's no schedule to that. It's just they go up when I have them done. Um, but you, if you're listening to this one and you haven't listened to our other episodes, hey, there's like a 24 episode backlog. Yeah, look, if, if you like the sound of these two boys feel free to listen to more of yeah, these two boys check those out. and if uh, you want to talk to these two boys we referenced it a little bit earlier our email the atomic email at gmail.com yeah th- that's probably the quickest way to be like hey i got an idea for you do this um uh, but you can also reach us at our instagram at atomic android 2020 or, or our twitter at atomic androids um yeah i look i say this all the time i wish we could have been more consistent with our stuff but um we thought we were real clever with the name we came up for our quote unquote entertainment company that it mixed uh both of our names in a if, cool yeah, way you hadn't caught on to that yet i'm, I'm adam <laughs> and he's andrew i'm sorry we have to spell this out for you but <laughs> atomic is for adam and android is for andrew yeah, if whoa you, if you didn't grasp onto that just yet yeah. um <laughs> was we're done being mean <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you uh, want to call us out for being mean, contact we us. You We'd love to hear it. Um, just before we go, I did want to say, uh, you probably noticed if you listened to us for some amount of time, our theme music for the opening and ending of this show is changed for Scoop Timber. It has been. Uh, and that is thanks to a good friend of ours, friend of the show, uh, West Easy. Yes, I think we do mention it on the Scooby-Doo Yeah, I just episode. wanted to. But yeah, it, it's it's pretty sweet. Um it, it's a cool little it's it's a bit of a sci-fi riff on the scooby-doo song i i like it um don't worry for any of those peers who are like i like the old song more we'll be back to we'll it back. after it's that fun. after next week's episode the final cap off for scoob temp next week is still september right yeah, yeah we're is. in the 18th yeah okay yeah the, come <laughs> back for in universe's final um scoob temper for this year not, not our final episode yeah well yeah come on back 
for the episode where one of us murders the other on stream or whatever <laughs> i call murderer uh but you can find him on youtube and soundcloud under west easy that's w-e-s-t hyphen e-z youtube and soundcloud that's w-s-e-z Oh, a little jingle for him. Little that's for free, Wes. <laughs> yeah, that's for free. That. Hey, trade us. You owe us a song now. We gave you that jingle. <laughs> All right. Thanks uh, for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's Scooby do this. All right, all right. I Maybe got that'll be the end card. <laughs> Scooby do this is not good. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.